Welcome to another episode of Tardy to the Party, where we fill our pop culture holes with the various things we've missed throughout our we lives. fill our holes with snow and cobblestone and all these beautiful things from and Russia a hundred years ago. Historical inaccuracies. Uh, slightly. There's a couple. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> this is like if you did a movie about Anne Frank. <laughs> And she's singing about, oh, someday I'm not going to die in an oven like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Thank you for being the most I mean, offensive you could possibly be within granted, 12 the, seconds of the show starting. At the time they made this, I mean, they didn't actually scientifically confirm. I was just, as a result of us doing this episode, we're talking about Anesthesia, the Don Bluth film. 1997. Um, I guess they only confirmed within the last, like, the last decade, with like, like 2007 or something like that. That's, they actually did find the bodies and did all the DNA and stuff, mm. and they actually did from that Anastasia, she gone. She she's been sitting in a fucking <laughs> ditch for the last, literally last hundred years. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So this, I guess the legend started of Anastasia was, I don't know if it was a legend that started before. The, I guess a crazy lady all throughout the 20th century. She claimed that she was the surviving Princess Anastasia who somehow survived the massacre of the Romanov family. Yeah. I'm not much for Russian history. Oh, all it was so the communists took over. Killed the Romanovs and that's it. Yeah, I'm not. Even, I'm sure the Ro- I'm sure the communists. Do you know much they, about like Rasputin then? I know he was like he supposedly he was invincible, like all like the stereotypical comic books. <laughs> Do you know about his? They had to poison him. Penis. So is he fucking the queen? Because I get this confused with Catherine it's un- the Great. It's it's unsure if he was stooping any of the family. Because what? Well, but he he up- was he was a sex fiend. He was. Like like his wife. Was he had like, to look for it. He, his wife was like, "Eh, just let him do what he does." Which is weird. What did that? What? What did the dad think? I don't know. This were this were eighty six. Okay, so do you, okay. <laughs> like, what's the okay, power so dynamic here? You know about the czar's son? Something about that. Not too much. The czar's what son we... was was it hemophiliac? Something, some kind of blood disease. Is that what it was? And so they and got doc- Rasputin. Doctors, health... doctors couldn't cure him. Like, yeah, think shit was going bad for it, and so um, his wife called in Rasputin because she had her tales of this guy and Rasputin was like he's basically like do this thing don't worry about it he's gonna be okay and so and then the son was fine after that you know what what? I just realized the only reason I actually know any of this because exactly 20 years ago there was a uh, uh, an HBO TV movie starring Alan Rickman as Rasputin that was all about this stuff interesting casting but okay yeah go ahead yeah so then he became like the right hand man of the czar and his the the wife and kind of the confidant and advisor and everything but the king never trusted him or anything no they were fine with him the kids loved him the wife loved him because the people seem to just seem to not trust rasputin because well that's because look at all that's because all the the people thought that the rasputin was influencing the king and like telling Mm -hmm. him what to do which obviously people weren't fans of the romanos because they eventually turned against them and killed them yeah yeah but rasputin he looks super evil. I I'm not sure if he was. He does look like cartoon because he's got yeah. like the glaring eyes and the giant witchy beard. And yeah, he looks like bad. Have you? If he doesn't look necessarily <laughs> bad, he looks like he should I'm be in a gonna, fucking heavy metal. I'm band. just gonna get this out of the way now. Have you seen his dick? No. He his dick is. Are in there a picture of his dick out yes, there? Yes, it's in a museum in Formaldehyde, and it is massive. Really? Yeah, just search like Rasputin, Rasputin dick. dick. Let's let's go. <laughs> And he like he has. How is this? Do you know? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yeah, that's. I mean, he was What's, a sex fiend. The best thing is there's a picture of it like just dried out on a table with like a ruler. It's a 24. That's got to be 24 centimeters. That's 24 <laughs> inches long, right? What? It's a horse dick. I don't know. I've seen photos of it. it that's I've actually. Only, I've, it's the only photo big. I've seen of it is in formaldehyde, like next to a chick, and I'm like, yeah, geez. that's the photo I'm looking at, and yeah. it is kind of especially if that's soft too. That's actually pretty. <laughs> wow, that's. Wow, can this be the 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 the, the podcast start when this goes up? <laughs> well, this is the best thing, and no one's gonna really recognize what this is if you if you crop it right. Is all I'm saying. I guess so. There's mo- uh, actually almost all the photographs online are women looking at the penis, going, "What?" So, in other words, we're talking oh. about the children's movie from what? 1997. Why did they think to save his penis? There's nothing else, right? It's just this penis lives. I on. think so. I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. But anyway. <laughs> So Rasputin never like really Jesus. he never like turned evil against the Tsar or anything. Well, but, he wasn't magical and had a talking but, like, bat. But like yeah, that's yeah. for sure. But like the uh some of the royal's family did turn against Rasputin and like lured him down into this place where he got shot like six times. Yeah. They rolled him up in a carpet. Well, and they supposedly poisoned and, him too. Yeah, they poisoned him first and that didn't work. Cyanide he just like and puked and was like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. So then they like sh- shot him six times, rolled him up in a carpet and he was like, what are you doing? He was still fine. So th- I think they like stabbed him some or something yeah. and then threw him in a lake and when they pulled him out of the lake, the the legend is that he still ha- he had water in his lungs, which meant he was still alive. Yeah, even then. So. Which actually turns out he they just shot him in the forehead. I mean, he did su- sustain a lot. He got sh- yeah. he got poisoned. He got stabbed. Yeah, but it wasn't quite so magical that he like yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He did, they did stop him, but yeah, you you could see there's the forensic photograph of his body just like with a bullet hole in his. Head. He obviously yeah. did not survive that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Alan Rickman, we should talk about that something. We should have done a double. Feature. No, we're gonna talk about one of your favorite ladies first because she starts the narration of the movie. Who's one of my favorite? Oh yeah, Angela Lansbury's in this because they were somebody at, at the at had the studio s- was like, "Hey, Beauty and the Beast is popular. Angela Lansbury's oh, yeah, in that, right? Is, yeah, let's get her in here." Um, had you seen this before? Yeah, it was big, and my my sisters watched it a lot. This so. movie's not bad. It's just not good, and it's ghastly in its produ- production value oh, yeah. at points. Well, this was the first animated feature for Warner Brothers Animation. Which what, no, lasted Fox all animation. of like five Fox minutes. Animation. Yeah, like looking at the making of stuff on YouTube, they keep on talking. Fox Animation, which I'm assuming only lasted for like a movie and a half. Yeah. Oh, I think maybe, I think, it's funny because like the last two features that Don Bluth ever directed were this and uh, Titan A.E. So I wonder if maybe this and Titan A.E. were the only things that Fox... Because that was only three years, because well, like, I think Titan A.E. Came, came out like I'm sure their animation department later. wasn't like nothing but Don Bluth films from here on out. I never know. But... but yeah. Uh, it starts with like Angela Lansbury talking about her granddaughter or something. See, this is the other thing, too. I watched this a week ago. Yeah. You just watched this like last night, so you're going to have much better... Yeah. Well, that night's seen it a bunch, yeah. so... And I just saw it once, and I was like... Eh. Yeah. So yeah, it's very um, pretty. It's very prank. It's it's it's, it's very mid nineties. Yeah, it was played a lot in my house, and I remember it being better than I than it is. Did your sisters like, like it? Yeah, because um, this is a very girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, in fact, I remember thing... that I remember like liking the songs, but I hear them now, and I'm like, these are just these are just straight ripoffs of Disney songs. Yeah. The like, only song that seemed any interesting at all was when she's dancing with the ghosts in the ballroom no, and yeah. that's just because it's kind of a creepy scene in general and the music for that's really nice but yeah what's i can't there's a scene where she's singing i want to go back to the past oh but there's please no, like, oh my god there's no like <laughs> melody to it or anything like that no, it's there all is. very kind of 
That one there is. That's it's, one of the more memorable It's all very cut-rate Disney. Let's put it that way. Some yeah, of the yeah. animation is nice, but in terms of, like, the songs and the musical, like, it's... and it's, Well, that's my that's my second note, is that Don Bluth is great at animating, like, bodies and finger movements and everything yeah. like that, but human faces that are, like, supposed to look human, and not so much. Like, Vlad's face, like, with his big mouth and everything, well, and chubby cheeks, yeah. he's, he's got decent animation going on him, but, like, like, I've... Or, uh, what's his name? Uh... Well, Anastasia and... Uh, Larry? No, the... The, the dude! Guy, yeah, the dude with the super Russian name. Oh, the uh, fat guy. No, no, that's Vlad. Oh, no. Okay, that's Vlad? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Vlad being Rasputin. Cause Rasputin no. But he's so cartoony, uh, like he's so... Dimitri. Okay, Dimitri, yeah. Dimitri's face is... It's... So, this... It's bad. <laughs> my first note bad. in this movie... Oh, actually, I thought... Because, well, okay, I guess we should get talking to the movie, but, like, it starts well, off with... Yeah, we are starting. It's old lady, it's it's Mrs. Potts, and she's got, Mrs. like, Potts, a little... a little wind-up... Um, music box. Music box. With, like, dancing people. And for with, a moment, I thought and, it was actual stop-motion photograph, but it's actually just CGI, yeah, just which CGI. becomes a motif in this movie. Yes. Yeah. 90s CGI um, kind of being crammed in the with, studio. With uh, Kirsten Dunst doing the voice of young Anastasia. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. Huh. And Dimitri just running around in the background, like, For no with re- Dimitri's grown-up head, practically. He does not look like a little kid. Yeah, because he's supposed to be, a, what, like, 16 years old or something like that, right? He's supposed in, to be a little bit older. In, uh, be, in, in the, the past? In, in the past. I would he? say he's about the same age as her. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Again, I watched this a week ago. Yeah. All I definitely remember is that he's there, but... So, what? wait, what? <clears throat> you watched it a week ago. You've watched way worse movies than this yeah. twice. <laughs> Why didn't you watch this one twice? Yeah, I... I was, you know what, the simple truth is I've been playing so much Final Fantasy VI oh, okay. for this. That's really what it's been. Every moment I get that's not work or, like, cleaning up the house or anything like that, yeah. it really has been, okay, got to dig into Final Fantasy that's VI. That's fair. I've put about, I'm about 28 hours into that game. That's good. Uh, so that's really it. Yeah, otherwise I would have watched. I've yeah. seen Escape from New York before, which we'll do on our next episode. Yeah. But, yeah, Anastasia... I should have. I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, you're fine. Well, actually, the funny thing is, we started talking online last night, and I actually started watching a bunch of making of videos about mm. Anastasia last night. So it's still in my head, but like yeah. in terms of the narrative of the story, it's a little, um, little foggy. In my yeah, head. but the grandma gives her a necklace that says like "Together in Paris" because yeah. I guess her grandma's always like, "Well, peace out, going to Paris." So she's like, "In case anyone tries to kill us, I'll see you in <laughs> Paris." Yeah. yeah, and she uses the necklace to wind up the the music box, and oh, so the whole thing okay. comes out. Dancing bears, painted dreams. Dang, I almost remember. They sing a song oh, you together. Do know this. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, is that the same song she sings later? Like, it's, is that the main theme yeah. of the film? Okay. That's the song that she sings in with all the with the uh, haunted mansion ride happening around her. Did you see Aaliyah also sang that song? The dead lady. Yeah, probably. She was kind of got the credits. It did the '90s thing. Well, we'll get to the end credits. Yeah. Never mind. Um, there's a party. This is all happening at some party. That's just going on and yeah. it's the romanoffs yeah, i don't give a fuck grandma look- oh you know what it is i think it's their 300th uh like tricentennial something like i don't know yeah well this but- is the other funny thing this week on my other podcast i've pimped tardy the party so much on my <laughs> other podcast that it's time for a slight reversal well, why don't you say yeah say the uh, name of your other podcast instead of just on say, my other podcast even though i'm sure everybody uh, listens to it boy howdy just the boy howdy podcast uh this week my uh my uh, podcast uh, uh co-host she had watched a uh, this this documentary by this name uh, lucy worsley about the history of russia specifically mm. about the romanov family and actually i learned more about the actual history of russia which is funny because this just happened this week after watching anastasia think... so the romanov they're essentially celebrating 300 years of the romanov family being on the throne 
Uh, I don't know if they made that, I, make I that saw... explicit in the film, but that's what's supposed to be happening, at least in real life at this point in time. There is, I'm pretty sure, uh, there's a fantastic podcast called Hardcore History. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, yeah, you're always recommending um, that, yeah. And I think there's an episode where he talks about Rasputin for a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember which one of that is. But either way, he's the guy who does like the go, three hour podcast yeah, about three like, and four hours. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like listening to a history lecture in a good it way. It is so good. But yeah, if it's you amazing. want to just hear about history yeah. for like half an afternoon, it's really good yeah. listening. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Grandma looks like she's like forty. She also, looks really young. This they starts... just kind of put a line at the corner of her eyes and like, that means <laughs> yeah, she's then, a grandma. And this really does start with the rotoscoping of like cartoon face on a human body yeah. kind of ghastliness. Mm-hmm. Especially her character design. It's very, it, to me, it struck me that they were trying to like essentially copy the design of the evil stepmother from Disney Cinderella. Because there's mm. something about the hair being up and the way she kind of like looks down. Well, yeah. And she kind of like, I don't know. There's... I sent you this clip of like a not behind the scenes, but like kind of an internal use package scenes. of like, look how cool our company yeah, is. Yeah, a very nineties. It's just video. a five minute press package video of yeah. like, hey, here's us making Anastasia. It, look how cool it is to work here. There's no interviews. It's but just they have terrible. Music they have a couple Mission little, Impossible little clips it. of like the people acting it out. Yeah, and like the actress who was playing the queen or grandma or whatever you want to call yeah. her always kind of has her her nose up in the air kind of her chin raised which is and they animate her that like, way but they don't know how to angle her face yeah the way they drew her face that well, way that's a and hard it looks angle a little draw weird people yeah at, because it's such like the angles on the face aren't really defined and it's hard to draw anyone like that without giving them just like a little pig nose yeah and because what they did looking at this video that you showed me you'd realize that 99 percent of this movie is just rotoscope yeah uh rotoscope being where you film someone doing performing what the character is supposed to be doing in the movie and essentially just trace over that footage yeah and so what they did with this is what they essentially trace the bodies but the faces they kind of drew cartoon wise so the faces don't necessarily hang on the heads correctly all the time yeah and the perspective of the faces because they're not you know, like they're obviously using the 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 footage live action footage that they filmed as a reference where you know where the eyes and nose and everything should go but they're having to they're not just the one point that they're not tracing directly the faces of the parts that gets really wibbly and when you've got a character like that who's holding our head at a very weird angle exactly yeah, yeah. that's when the actual just the the just the the perspective of everything gets all yeah. really wibbly so, so she looks kind of extra ghastly as she's moving mm-hmm. her head around but then but yeah. yeah so getting back to the movie because we'll have plenty more to say about this animation as we go yeah because there's yeah, a lot the of points that struck me the most there's a lot of else. points where i took notes being like Ugh! Uh, but um yeah. anyway maleficent shows up at the party <laughs> all of a sudden yeah and like yeah. curses everybody. No, Rasputin shows up like Maleficent is like. Can you explain why? Hey, I'm evil. You no, because they're. It's not historically accurate. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, ooh, I'm evil. I'm I'm gonna curse you. You're all gonna die. Teeth and I got beard. I've got a white bat with me. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't realize that's one of the Simpsons guys. Was it Hank Azaria? Yeah, it's Hank Azaria. Yeah, which you know he's he's cute comic relief. But yeah, we'll talk about him when we get to him. But. But um, he's like, hey, I cursed you. Everything's going to go bad for you. And they're like. Which, again, with no context. But this is the this is the story thrust of the whole movie. The whole movie mm-hmm. hangs on everything that happens. For some reason, a dude just shows up with a beard. Homeless guy says, you're cursed. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, kickstarts voiced the plot. Boy, voiced by one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Christopher. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. 
just back when one of the last things he ever did, we actually sounded like Christopher Lloyd, not just like. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, um, apparently the czar has no guards whatsoever, because yeah. then besides just letting Rasputin hang out in the in the ballroom yeah. and not not try to remove you him think or anything, somebody would be taking like, the even to the even ball? Sleeping Beauty like the the guards kind of advance on her and she's like back off you fools. And it's a display of her power and at least in Sleeping Beauty, there's she actually comes out and says I was fucked over or something like that. There is some context for Which why she's doing. Don this. Bluth did work on. Yeah. And that again, this kind of shows how like he's aping a story beat from a classic Disney film, but not understanding why it worked yeah. or how it should be transmitted and that, into this movie. And this, it's movie, all very surface level. This movie is not even the worst offense he's done at that. I know it, that's the thing. <laughs> I've only seen a couple Don Bluth movies, and they've been okay. But I know I've not. Yeah, seen but the worst you haven't. No, you have not seen the. That's worst. what I'm saying. I've seen this American Tale and American Tale. I played I, Dragon's Lair. I remember being oh, good. Him. Have you seen Land Before Time? No. Oh, we should crush your soul with Land we Before can. Time that's, at some that's, point. We're on a '90s kick right that, now. That yeah. that movie. Uh, if you just play like play the song that happens when uh, Littlefoot's mom dies. Yeah. You can make my wife cry. <laughs> but that's is that a Dumbo thing then? Because it's... yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, the mom doesn't die in Dumbo, but I could see that being or Bambi's mom dies. Yeah. It's very yeah. Um. So did this all take place in one night? Right. Yeah. Well, I, you I, just shows up says I'm gonna know. curse you guys for no reason. Yeah. And that's the entire explanation for the Russian yeah. Revolution. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of people like banging on the gates, trying to push it down. Once again, no guards. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember there being guards. At least I might be mistaken. Yeah. But everybody's like, we gotta leave the castle. And Anastasia, baby Anastasia's like, no, my music box. Man, as you're hey, making... your life is in danger. <laughs> Fuck your music box. Man, she's a little kid. What are you gonna do? Um, and as you're describing this, I'm totally picturing all these rotoscope people saying, oh no, your life is in danger. Um, uh, so they run back to her playroom. Actually, I'm imagining it's playroom because I think so, it's got yeah. like a, a dollhouse bedroom or something like that. And they're yeah. like, she gets her music box and people start banging on the door and like, oh no. And all of a sudden, Dimitri comes out of a secret door in the wall. Which, why is there a secret door? Like he's come, he's Dimitri, like come, he's just a thief, right? No, he's he like works in the kitchen oh, no, or some he does shit. Come, that's how he he yeah he actually does say he's like a hand servant. Yeah, to the, to but the he's like come yeah. this way through the servants' quarters. Like okay, there's a secret passageway to the servants' quarter <laughs> in her wall. That's creepy, but okay. Uh, so they all peace out and get out of there, and are running across a frozen like river. And all of a sudden, Rasputin's like rah, 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 and like grabs Anastasia's ankle and is like, hey girl, you're gonna die now. But then the ice breaks around him and he falls into the ice and kind of melts like Judge Doom pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he actually does die. I was actually kind of surprised that that is actually his death. I guess so. I don't, it's hard to say if he was already dead or if this is what Canonically, he's who was supposed to have died pretty much the same year as yeah. the rest of the family did. So I and guess I mean, single, he actually. was thrown into a frozen river, so yeah. I guess they got that part kind of well, I guess that, I guess that inspires the fact that he's undead. It was inspired by the legends that they had to do so much shit to actually kill him in the first place, even though you don't get yeah. to see any of that in this movie other than him just, like, falling into water. <laughs> and, like... But. So they get yeah. to a train station, and, like, Anastasia and her grandma are running towards oh, the train, and thing. they're like, no, wait for us, and her grandma gets on this train, and Anastasia's like, no, and she's like, take my hand, and they take her hand, and then she falls over and hits her head, and everybody at the train station just kind of walking no around. Nobody gives anything. a shit that <laughs> people are in a panic. You think Nobody cares that this town is burning. Aside from the fact that, like, you think that these people are staging this revolution when they're trying to kill the royal family, you think you'd post a couple of guards, especially when you find realize that the Roman 
Roman family or the Romanov family has actually break broken out of the palace and yeah. are trying to get the hell out of town. You think you'd have a guard or two like at this train station, just like. Hey, if you see any uh, pretty young uh, girls dressed like princesses, don't let them onto the trains. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, no one seems to think anything's going on tonight. Yeah, she falls down, hits her head, and that's and, it. Yeah, and and then uh, uh, Angela Lansbury's like, I never saw her again. Yeah. It's all sad. But then, right after she finishes that sentence, it's like, ah, happy music, Anastasia. Yeah. It's like the title card comes out. Oh, which they totally rip off from fucking back from Notre Dame because oh, that totally this, starts off this. I mean great, great I, I, that may be in other films but specifically we're starting above the clouds with like you know a big European structure poking through the top of the clouds down then down through the clouds and then you know, over the, the smoky rooftops I mean it's a really great scene but well yeah but then the song like singing about like well, have yeah. you heard the the news in St. Petersburg which to be an asshole, St. Petersburg didn't exist at this time. It was named something else. Yeah. Was it Leningrad um, already? No, Lenin, when did Lenin exist? It went through three name changes, I was think. Was it like, was Frida Kahlo involved yet? I don't I, know. I have such a groggy history of <laughs> any of that shit, yeah. But um, um, this song is so, like... It's very Disney. It, it's like, hey, da, da, well, da. yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially it, introducing you to the culture and the time of, like, hey, we're Russian, we're gonna do... Oh, well, it's, oh, oh, dance. It's, it's the town song... From Beauty and the Beast, mixed with the uh. town, the town song from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, just a bit, yeah. those two meshed together, and for me, it was really weird. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll give those to Disney movies. This is an issue I have, I think. But like in Disney movies, those are all fake worlds that are happening, pretty much. Not so much Toad Trench of Notre Dame, yeah. but that's also fanciful. And but these are real, quote unquote, realish people that are like. Living on gruel and in a super repressed, like, (laughs) draggy society, singing and dancing about a rumor of Anastasia still being alive. Yeah, as a kid, again, you're not gonna, you're not really picking up on that, but if you know anything about history, the shadow of history looms large over this film in a way that kind of makes everything kind of, like, a little more grotesque than it should be. When I saw it, I was kind of a dumb teenager, and I didn't know any better. whatever. Yeah, but now that I'm older, and I'm, like, I'm kind of a history buff, I'm like, this doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> I like us history buffs. Eh, something. I was, uh, was, uh, hey, at the Lenin there? I don't yeah, know. No, just because I'm super interested in history. Doesn't does mean not, you know all Does of not it, mean yeah. I remember what I learned. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you, your brain can contain only so many facts at a given time. Yeah. Um. So they sing about how, how there's a rumor going around St. Petersburg that Anastasia might still be alive. Uh, and then we go to, uh, yeah. Do we meet Kelsey Grammer and uh, John Cusack in that scene? Or is that yeah, I think they're... so. Well, yeah. at least it's like John Cusack. Well, if, if taking this back Kelsey to Kelsey Grammer's like beast. walking around. Yeah, they're both kind of walking Lab. around talking about how they're essentially giving big exposition about, hey, we're thieves and we're going to see if we can't be one of the million people who are trying to scam uh, the the, pr- yeah. the the queen they of the They basically Romanoffs. straight up say, we're con artists. I'm yeah. like, that's not a great well, way to endear, really kinda... yeah. endear me to a character is to straight up be like, no, we're con artists. We're con artists with a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even say a heart of gold. They're just like, we're con artists. Come yeah, on. But they're cute. But he's... A, that's the other thing I've always... This is my only real context for Anastasia before seeing this, mm-hmm. was that the boy was hot. Because all the girls oh. I heard was like, Dimitri's so cute. Did you? And now you can be like, you Which know his now, face is melting, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, also, it's the kid from Better, uh, Better Off Dead, which it's, you know, yeah. I never expect... You know, not that he looks like what's-his-face. But I have no idea face. what you're saying now. John Cusack! Yeah. Yeah, it's, 
I don't I've never remember. heard anybody describe him as the kid from because he's always <laughs> been he's always been so old to Have me. Have you seen Better Off Dead? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I my, this one, my household is... was never a huge John Cusack. I don't space. fancy myself being a huge John uh, huge uh, John Cusack fan, but that and One Crazy Summer are very formative to me. Mm. And that might be if we ever do like an eighties month. Yeah, that might be actually not a bad idea. But plus, I've heard what a huge douchebag Cusack is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's hard for me to. He, he likes to him. pretend he was never in that movie, which I'm kind of yeah. surprised he'd let himself be in an animated film because it seems like you know, he would be below that, but uh, or above that. But so they well. they're like, hey, we're holding auditions to find an Anastasia, and then we get a scene of an orphanage with uh, some the lady running it talking to Anastasia. Or Anna, or whatever her name is. What the? I'm trying to do this without looking at my notes. But the the lady running the orphanage, yeah. she's totally her animation seems to be lifted from, uh, the witch from Sword in the Stone. Yes, There's that is my her... m- note. She's straight up mad, Madame Mim. Yeah, because she's the way she like she's got this the way her face body. moves, yeah. the way she purses her lips. This is straight up Madame Mim. The first while well, watching this, I had to pause it and look it up on YouTube just to see if the, he actually may have actually traced some of the because I don't think he, so much, he would have been that brazen. But something since... it's one of those things where I think he obviously told the animators like, look at that character. That's essentially yeah. what we want for this orphanage lady. Yeah, yeah. which she you know, she's only in the movie for like half a dozen shots. It's yeah. not the end of the world, but just it's like in terms of like that is obviously like where his influence was like that, yeah. and he also worked on Robin Hood like. That's where he learned. Is he, from. Was he old enough to actually worked on those seventies movies? Like he was actually. It's not that him just lifting from those movies, but yeah, he, he actually, actually helped animate those. He's scenes. kind of uncredited on in okay, the so early ones, sense. but yeah. So it's not just him. Okay, but he He's did work stealing. on Sword on the Stone, and he did work on uh, oh, okay. Of that okay. and he worked on the before that so yeah he was leading uh, animator on I don't know if he still I think? yeah I don't know if he still is but I, I he was a Mormon or is a Mormon oh, I'm not sure which <laughs> but um nothing wrong with being Mormon but but apparently it's unfortunate but um <laughs> he got a job at Disney worked there for two years and worked on I think like Winnie the Pooh or something okay and then he went on his mission. Went to BYU and then came back to Disney to work on, um, like, whatever I just said. Oh, yeah, like Robin Hood. Robin Hood and, and all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Before that, before he worked for Disney or on the in-between, I can't remember which, he worked for Funimation, working on, like, He-Man and uh, Well, that would have been afterwards. Other stuff. That would have been in the 80s. Yeah. But yeah. he did work there for a little while, did too. He? Yeah. Oh, man. Before starting his own company. I'd like to think that Don Bluth animated, like, the He-Man intro sequence or something. <laughs> Although, with, considering all the glowing lightning effects in the He-Man intro sequence, I can kind of almost yeah. kind of see that. Uh, I do love the the Rats of Nim. The yeah. Secret of Nim is a great movie. I loved that movie yeah. as a kid. Again, freaked out when Miss Frisbee loses her, her shawl, <laughs> and you realize she's naked, and it's like, oh, yes. my God, what am I feeling right now? But, okay, but the, the, the um, orphanage lady is like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I got you a job at the fish market. Head to... Go there. Go, th- go see that sign. Go, go there. Go that away. And yeah. then she sings a song about. Oh no, she doesn't sing a song. She says, "Hey, I need a God. Just send me a sign if I should go to Saint Petersburg instead." And a puppy comes out. I, the cartoon is crappy. Completely puppy. and utterly forgot about this dog. This is dog. I forgot this dog was in the movie at all. Is this all. dog in any other scene? Yeah, it's in the entire movie. Is it? Yeah. Puka. At least it doesn't talk. But I no. don't remember. Man, I really blocked out that dog. Because <laughs> it's kind of well. So did I. I forgot it was in the movie. It's the most generic Disney anim- like animal, like, like it, it big flutters, bug eye. It flutters and... its its ears to kind of 
look like it's trying to fly and stuff. Which, granted, it's the one one of the few things in the whole movie that's actually animated by hand and not just traced over something. But yeah, I shouldn't complain that much. It's not terrible, but it's just like, man, especially with this movie having just come out two years after a Toy Story came out, and like. This movie was really unfortunate that coming out just when the sea change from 2D animation. It to... did pretty well. It, well, yeah, that's why I was kind of surprised looking up on Wikipedia. This is the most money-making movie that Don Bluth ever made. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because that shows you how badly the Titan A.E. did, which was his next movie that killed his fucking career stone dead. Yeah. And killed Fox Animation. Yeah. It, and had, so... a, it had a $50 million budget and it made 139 worldwide. Oh, that's actually, yeah, no, they, they actually made... Oh. Yeah, so right. it did well. I mean, it was it was right at the height of like princess shit. Yeah. Um, Again, Hunchback this be- of Notre Dame came Pixar out. Before Pixar rendered Disney shit, kind of like eh. Hunchback of Notre Dame came out the year before it, so Disney was starting to decline. Yeah. Um. So Disney wasn't at its height; it was starting to go down. Yeah. But but it wasn't like in the steep decline yet. It no first wounds were showing. Yeah. But yeah, it was still still kind of running a little high off of Lion yeah. King and shit. Yeah. Um. So she sings a song about how she gonna move forward into stop well she doesn't really sing about stop living in the past she's singing about going to live in the past yeah it's a little <laughs> weird too because it's a song that's voiced loaded. by meg ryan if she knew where she came from like before she got weird muppet face <laughs> does she have weird one muppet face she's oh she's, no oh no what are you she saying? did she did the tragic thing that middle-aged actresses do or oh, like no. i'm gonna get botox and lip injections and stuff to try to stay young because oh, i don't want to play a mom in movies i yet. haven't looked um which is funny cause she, she doesn't look so... terrible but she looks like oh, she's definitely she's had work gotten done her face kind of yeah she's got you know what she looks like the joker from 1989 batman <laughs> she looks like she got hit with smilex yeah. oh that's unfortunate yeah mm. but anyway she sings a song about is this one go... of the last big things meg ryan did i have no idea i'm well, not a meg ryan follower the... man have you seen when you got mail have when you, you got, got mail, mail? i haven't got... seen when you i got haven't mail. seen i haven't <laughs> seen have you got mail but i saw when you got mail <laughs> is it called when you got mail <laughs> no i'm calling you've got mail <laughs> I I always like I always like got mail. I always liked getting mail on my AOL account because it would pop up and say you got mail. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, <laughs> guess what I got for you? A little secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, what was the one you just said wrong? You 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 when mail got you? When, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. It was two seconds ago. We already forgot. But like it. this is like also kind of like her heyday with what's her yeah. face who did like sleep sleepless in Seattle and and you yeah. got mail and all that shit too. Yeah, it seemed like as soon as the like the twenty first century rolled around, Meg Ryan was suddenly not that cool. But I don't know. She works as she works well as Anastasia. I like her better than yeah. She's better fine. off dead as Dimitri. I guess uh, she was kind of waffling on if she wanted to do it or not. So they yeah. took some some uh, voice recordings of her doing in um, uh, when Harry met Sally okay. and sent it and animated a scene to it and sent it to her. And she was like, "Okay, I'll do it." Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Joe versus Volcano? Yes, we've talked about God, it. Damn it. Speaking of um, Ryan, yeah. And this is another animation note I made that Bluth is fine at, like, profile. Fi- when he's doing the faces in profile. Yeah. Or I should say Bluth's animation company. But human faces straight on. Like, the eye always the looks like is the eye starts to float off and up her forehead. Uh, I, I I have notes written down. I'm trying not to rely on them too much because that makes for a boring podcast. But I do realize there's a scene in the movie that it seems to be the only one one of the few scenes where her eyes actually focus in the right way. Like they're yeah. both like looking at the well, same they, thing. They never. They don't give her eye that like light reflection. Yeah, re- it's reflection. Very flat, yeah, it's always just 
black color black. There's yeah. never a light source in her eyes. That there's no nothing there yeah, to give it light. At least Disney will have like a little bit of light, like the white dot there. Yeah, they they don't even the have the white pop dot. And, like, it's look weird. A little bit alive, which I wonder if they just didn't want to make it look too much like a Disney film, considering which is funny, considering like you know they're kind of ripping off from Disney left and right. And yeah, and this yeah with her walking around and posing. And she's dancing around in the snow, and it's obvious, which is funny, because like, I was really surprised at how complicated her character design is, because she's yeah. wearing multiple layers of clothing. And it's all bulky and flowing. It's all bulky. Which... Well, Booth has always been good at like fabric yeah. and stuff. Um, he's always been, yeah, fantastic. Well, Booth has always been number one with like clothing and effects and things like that. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I was really surprised because that's a hard thing to draw. The more clothing layer, the more bits of clothing she's got. That's and probably that's, where all the budget went. Well, that's more time that you have to take to render all that stuff and draw it out. And I realized, well, if they're just tracing from, if they're just rotoscoping everything, that's not that much because at least you're not trying to figure out how the fabric moves against each other or how, because you're just tracing. So yeah. that kind of takes that work out of it. And I, I, I wonder if they were trying to push all this rotoscoping as a new way to do animated films, which is, there's no real making of stuff. So it's hard to see if they yeah. were like trying, if they were using this budget cutting use of all this rotoscope as like, hey, here's a way we can do. Uh, Disney quality animation for a little bit cheaper because instead of our animators having to... Well, they all, probably also didn't help them that they were using all this CGI, which was expensive at the time. <laughs> which that's and they the were also too, coloring, yeah. coloring the set. They weren't coloring it by yeah. hand. They were using like the fill tool on Adobe Photoshop. Yeah. I, which... I also wonder too, I wonder if they kind of uh, cut costs with the figure animation with all the rotoscoping. I wonder if that's what uh... they kind of had to because they were using so much CGI throughout the film and that was so expensive at the time. Yeah, probably a combination of both. But anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So she's she gets, song. she gets, yeah, and she gets to it. She's still got her her necklace that says, "Meet me in Paris." Yeah, whatever the fuck. It's it, meet me Saint Louis, and um, <laughs> she goes to the train station. Is like one ticket to Paris, please. And uh, the guy's like, "Hey, you need an exit visa." Which I had this note earlier, and I forgot to mention it. The accents in this movie are fucking all over the place like worse than any movie we've done previously he, with accents yeah there's there's undiscernible accents i don't know what kind of accent kelsey Grammer's doing yeah and he he's one of the two people in this movie or three people in the movie that's trying i don't know what kind of accent angela lansbury's doing exactly i think angela lansbury is just being angela lansbury because she's not even trying yeah. to put on an accent is she i don't think any of the major characters know. except for kelsey Grammer as I mean, it's not like... One um, other person does an accent, but we'll get to that. Well, we got Hank Azaria is doing an accent. Yeah, which, why? It's the most we'll random, we'll just, like, not even Russian. No, we'll but... get to that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but she needs an exit visa, and this really weirdly <laughs> animated old lady that looks like she was just picked up off the the floor of rejected characters. Oh, man, I remember and, this part. And yeah. handed to her, is like, you need to go see Dimitri. Dimitri will get you exit Vibia. He will give you exit visa. She's like, Dimitri, okay. But you didn't hear it from me. And she's like, all right. So then she goes hunting for Dimitri. And they're like, Dimitri and Vlad are just holding open auditions to try to find 
Anastasia. Which is comical. It's funny. It's a kid's Yeah, but movie, like, there's but, yeah. no way this could possibly backfire on them. The, or people could hurt here that they're holding auditions. They're the most terrible thieves. It's supposed to be kind of funny because, yeah, they're being so brazen with they're trying to rip off, you know, the fucking Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Uh, but do we get to see any of the people they're auditioning? Yeah, like a couple. I can't remember seeing any kind of like really funny fake Anastasia's no, or anything. Because everyone really. seems to know that she's like, blue-eyed and red-haired and stuff. But You see like a chubby chick walking off the stage from a distance and then some lady who's obviously like a parody of some old actress comes in and like drops her coat and she's got like oh, kind yeah. of a sailory outfit on is like i'm on stage yeah. and it's like okay and Vlad's i because this takes place in the 20s <laughs> it, now, right? it almost, you almost hear the sad <laughs> yeah yeah it takes place in the 20s it's awfully close to victor victoria time and place yeah. i'll just yeah. put that out there mm. yeah. um but uh, Anastasia gets and they. We see that their auditions are going poorly, and I can't find anybody that even looks like Anastasia. Yeah, or for Kanak some reason, they've hung they've hung all their hopes on swindling well, the elderly queen with this Anastasia. The, yeah, the queen's gonna give job. a ten thousand dollar ruble. I think it's like 10, 10 million rubles. Yeah, uh, a ruble reward for anybody that can bring her her daughter. Love the word <laughs> rubles. Rubles. Uh, but Anastasia breaks into the old palace, which is like... This is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Is basically empty, like nobody's watching it Did or explain, anything. Oh, so Dimitri and Vladimir, they're actually living yeah, inside they're living the palace. And that's there. where they're... Coincidentally enough. Yeah. yeah I guess the uh, Russian, yeah. the communists have not figured out anything more interesting to do with the Russian palace other than yeah. condemn it and live, let thieves li- live she, inside she and walk, put on fucking yeah. stage show auditions. Yeah. <laughs> she walks around and like... Looks at paintings, which I'm. I, I feel like the paintings wouldn't be there anymore. Like they would have been burned or tore down or something. Kind of surprised that like or like boarded up or like like trying to I knock guess, down this. I guess some of them are actual like based on the real paintings. Oh sure, and it stuff. is. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I would assume that if it's standing in the movie, that they would have. I'm assuming it's like I guess the, the palace did not get torn down or destroyed know, after yeah. the revolution. Again, I know so little about Russian history, uh, ex- but it is cool. I mean, it's, yeah. the backgrounds and things are really nice, painted yeah. really well. Yeah. And she sings a song about almost remembering shit. Yeah, like, she dances with like. Um, well, the ghost. It's very. The movie turns into Castlevania for a couple. Well, no, minutes. the movie turns into the haunted mansion ride at Disneyland. Yeah. And ghosts come out of the paintings doing the Which waltz. Which is kind of creepy because it's got the big sweeping right, like almost Chostakovich kind of like yeah. like ballroom. Dance. And, and she dances with the ghost of her father, I guess. Yeah. Or at least it's her remembering, which is funny because did we mention the point? She's because she's got full on amnesia. Amnesia. Anastasia got amnesia. Am- and amnesia, my name. So, which is kind of funny. So I guess this is her first, the breaking through of her suppressed memories. I yeah. Guess. Um, I do like the thing where she actually dances with her dad for ten seconds. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, boop, boop, boop. And there's like a scene but, where she's walking downstairs, which is uh, my. F- excluding her music box uh needless cgi number one why is it the camera moving around so it's all cgi a little just for like three seconds and yeah. they could have just had to walk down steps that weren't cgi How and long save after some money Beating the beast was this because that was famous for its cgi uh, ballroom oh, which looks like fried hell now if you yeah, go back and watch order? it but... beauty and the beast then lion king after beauty and the beast and yeah, then it Hunchback. may have been Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and then Lion King. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So because I had that art Hunch, of Aladdin Hunch, book, which had a whole like Hunchback of Notre, next Hunchback of Notre Dame was ninety six. Okay. This was ninety seven. Okay. So two, one or two years beforehand. Years. Yeah, okay. Um, 
Well, I'm saying the but CGI she sings, could have been better. She just sings a song, and Dimitri and Vlad are like, hey, what was that noise? Um, uh, <laughs> another note, her eyes look wonky a lot because they do. And he's like, <laughs> no, yeah. Dimitri comes in and sees her like, what are you doing here? And it's like, same can kind of be said for you. Yeah, like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're also living rent-free here, bucko. Yeah. Uh, is this when they figure out that like she's standing next to the painting? Yeah, the she's and standing like, next oh, to the shit. painting, and they're like, "Oh, she kind of looks like her." And then all their faces just kind of slide off their bodies and melt away because that's what the faces look like in here. Yeah. Uh. So they basically convince God, her, "Hey, you could be because. Anastasia." Yeah. We've got three tickets to go to Paris, but we're saving the third ticket for Anastasia. So. Oh, guess she can't do it. And she comes up and is like, "Well, I don't have any memory. I could be Anastasia. Maybe we'll go see the Queen." And she, I just want to know if I am or not. So she'd know for sure. So it couldn't hurt to try. Which, and then we get a pan up to Bartok the Bat, who has been apparently living there all the time, all this time as well. Yeah. With the well, it kind of makes the, sense if if Rasputin just died on that river right next to the palace that he would just like go back to the palace and go back to cl- crawl into his hole. Which for ten oh, years. So this is what it is. It's weird. It doesn't like just pan up and like Bartok's living a crack in the wall. It like pans up and goes through like this transgalactic. It goes to like the afterlife or limbo. I think where they no, see yet. that is it. Is it not yet? I thought this is when they actually like. No, I chose... don't. No, because because uh, I was confused as to where the hell Rasputin was until I realized no, he's dead and in limbo. Yeah, he's we're not. To we're not up to Rasputin living. just yet. Oh, okay, this is okay, just okay, Bartok okay. being like Anastasia. Ah, I'm like, here's my. Why is this Russian bat from the Midwest? Why has he got a Midwest accent? Yeah, it sounds like one of the guys from Fargo with a yeah. head injury. He's like, Anastasia, Which, I thought she was dead. What's going on here? I did like the, I thought the accent was kind of cute and Oh, funny. you thought the, oh, this, this bat was pretty big. Like. Oh, really? The, I like the bat. He got his own direct-to-video sequel to this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, God. He was that, that He was good. popular enough I, that, like. As far as, like, they, talking animal sidekicks go. They hung a lot of, of, like, yeah. hype on this no character. Iago. Like, he, like, advertised, like, I don't know Burger King or something really? like yeah. he burger- advertised. Oh yeah, which yeah, yeah, like he was on a lot of ads. Was it just burger- gogging around like, oh, this delicious flame broiled whopper here? <laughs> it's tastes so good in my mouth. There, I could totally see him as a shitty little plastic oh, wind-up toy wow. inside a Happy Meal yeah. or something. Yeah, which I'm assuming because I'm sure Don Bluth was not big enough to to warrant the McDonald's contract. He must have well, been no. at least Burger King or Hardee's. No, Disney was uh, Burger King. Oh, was it? Yeah, all the the you kids think... club stuff was Disney, uh, uh, Disney and huh. Burger King. Like Aladdin came in Disney King, where like you'd have a little figurine of Aladdin, you put him on the magic carpet, you pull the carpet back, and it rolls along. Really, I would have sworn that yeah. would have been McDonald's. Nope, Disney, Disney and oh, yeah, Burger you're King. Not kidding? Huh? Okay, I know what I'm talking about. Man, see, I was an adult when all this uh, happening. So yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Oliver and Company. Yeah, Toy Story, Goofy movie. Yeah, yeah holy shit. Yeah. Man, Burger King. Yeah. Good on you guys. <laughs> Not just because the Whopper is the best commercially available chain hamburger available, yeah. but yeah, anyway. Specifically uh, the double Whopper. But what are we talking about? <laughs> what? Uh, so he has this glowing green tube next to him, which is what Rasputin used to like do his evil Was shenanigans. That his curse? Yeah, basically his curse, which yeah. had these like green gremlins fly out of it and do evil stuff. Did we see that? beginning when he curses yeah. the family like the flesh gets ripped off his bones it's all very it's trying to be fantasia mm. very much 
I don't Which remember I think in my if notes, the, him selling his soul happened. If we get a flashback of that later or earlier, you do or something, see. But, I think that is. But there is a scene, yeah, where all of his flesh gets ripped off his body, which is fucked up. Which is totally Dragon's Lair because it's kind of grim then, and gruesome. And then, and, yeah, like he regenerates and in back into an undead dude. Yeah, and I was like, oh, for kids. Yeah, I can't remember which point <laughs> in the film that happens. If it's like no, now but, when he's explaining yeah. how he's still alive after dying, but we haven't what, gotten to but, him yet. But know, then the yeah. green things come out, and he's Bart talks like, oh, you think she's actually the real Anastasia? Don't you guys? Oh, come on! So then he gets pulled down. You sound like the fat lady secretary from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay. But then he gets pulled down. <laughs> they uh, love him. He, he into this Ferris weird, Bueller. this weird underworld, like floating ball where yeah, Rasputin that, see, is living. That's what I was confounded by. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first I thought he was just living in a crack it? in the wall of the palace, but no, he's like dead, and this he's in limbo, and it's a weird transition. Yeah, uh, and he's falling apart. That's that's kind of the gag throughout the scene is that you kind of see not only is he dead, but well, like I guess he's existing in a physical form that is collapsing, yeah, and he's yeah. having a hard like he could take his own head off. Which kind of his rotting, the extent of his rotting is pieces like whole chunks of his body falling off. Nothing's actually rotting. Yeah, like his eyeball just, pops out and Bartok. He's the turned bi- into an action the, figure. The big line of like the advertisements was his eyeball popping out and Bartok going, "Oh, that just fell right out there, didn't it, sir?" That was the big stinger <laughs> on like the, the ads and wow, stuff. Okay. I remember. Um, okay. but Rasputin like Anastasia alive, and then we get Rasputin's musical number. Which what I, did you think about Rasputin's musical I'll number? I'll detect my notes. Did where, I make any notes about where Rasputin? he sings with a bunch of like bugs and grubs about in the dark of the night, evil will find you. In the dark of the night, just before dawn. I did not make any notes. I think I fell asleep during this part. Is why is this a good segment? I don't remember. This. I, I remember liking the song, but now that I'm older, I'm like, this is really silly for what is actually happening yeah my next note is and, i do like that the, all the text of the movie is in cyrillic so i that m- not must have made a much of an impression um, on me he's like a figure because he's so grotesquely drawn you think you would like get a nice big set, yeah it's like it's, that. Yeah. it's kind of like they were trying to ape the villain song from the lion king yeah it's prepared. kind of that yeah. yeah it's kind of that same vibe but Fascist it's a lot singing like fat little grub worms being like ooh, ooh, ooh like oh stuff like that's that. right that's what it is because yeah. like, well it's also kind of like the dark of the that night, russian coral, almost militaristic yeah. like kind of yeah. ghoulish like oh like but with like a bunch of fat grubs and stuff that's making right, okay. it seem silly i thought it was okay yeah it was okay but not great but, but they try to make, they try to have their cake and eat it yeah. too, with Rasputin being this evil, sinister thing, and but the slapstick, a- goofy thing, and neither one works fully because he'll be like, "I'm super evil," but then he'll go blah, 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 and like choke himself. I always wonder about that and cause- bonk his head on the ceiling. And I'm like, you can't have both. He either has to be super evil, yeah, or He's be or really goofy. Yeah. You can't have both at the same time. Uh, and it, actually, work. this is a good point in the pre-prepared musical number in the Lion King. I know the comic relief for Scar is the two hyenas. Are they Three. are they goofing around Three in hyenas. that scene? No, he's... it's just straight up sinister evil. That's song. one thing Disney knows when to give its villains a big scene where it's not going to be undercut by the comic relief. Yeah, that's what they're doing in this movie. Is they're not relying 
I don't know if it's Don Bluth. I technically, it seems more like a studio thing that would, they would come and say, hey, this may be too scary. You got to undercut this a little bit so kids don't get too scared. Whereas, like, because Don Bluth has done, there's some creepy stuff in The Secret of Nim. It's not like he's not, he doesn't know how to make kind of creepy visuals. But yeah, that seems to be so weird that, like, there's so much cute cartoony shit going on. Because, no. I mean, Rasputin is, he's a dead guy singing yeah. about how he's going to kill this girl. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up, and yeah. they, they should lean into that. And yeah, it's really weird to. I don't know. Yeah. It's, so it's, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to think of any time Disney did this any time where it either worked or didn't work in comparison to this, and I can't think of well, anything. Well, but... yeah. At the same time, though, we kind of have to let this animated movie stand on its own too. I know. I know. It can't just always be comparing it, it to Disney. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think in terms of like, in terms of audience expectation and what Disney's done in that creative space. Though yeah. it's easy. Even though this movie is kind of ripping off Disney at a lot of points in it. Yeah. Um, how many? Of the main characters in this movie, <laughs> do you think actually sang? There, we got May, we Dimitri got May, we've got main yeah everybody sings but like we've got Meg Ryan did she use her actual singing voice? Oh, hell no, she can barely talk. <laughs> I should I I sound like Meg Ryan. Yeah, how you doing? She had a, a singing person. Okay, that to sing for her, Kelsey Grammer. He he sings right. Yes, he yeah. sings. All I know is that he sings this fucking scrambled eggs but i know he sings <laughs> yeah uh well, i can't imagine john cusack john cusack did not because john cusack could, again he's just like hey how you doing i'm john cusack i'm in your movie yeah uh, he's not gonna christopher be lloyd hmm i could see him trying to sing because imagine christopher lloyd singing marty <laughs> <laughs> you know he's gonna yeah that's not gonna work no it's jim cummings which one's Jim Cummings? Jim that's, Cummings that's the is voice the voice actor, yes. right? Yes, he's the guy that does the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, th- what? Yeah, that guy was yep. he one of the guys in the uh, yes? I know that voice documentary. Yep. Fuck. Jim Cummings did the the singing voice. Wow, that's for pretty him. impressive because I, I there was no obvious scene there. It didn't sound yeah. like it just suddenly. No, jumped. he did a really good job As, doing a singing voice. Going for... to anyone saying, "Hey, do you want to be the singing voice of Christopher <laughs> Lloyd?" You would yeah. be like, "That's a challenge. I'll take that." that and I know be, it's it's yeah. surprising to everybody, but Angela Lansbury did do her own singing. She doesn't sing that much, does she? No, barely yeah. any. Because she old. She old. Oh, we'll talk about her. <laughs> Angela Lansbury and another fucking person shows up in this movie later. I was furious to oh. not get used more properly. You, can, <laughs> yeah, we'll you talk know about who that. I'm talking about. I know about. who you're talking about. Yeah, when she showed up in the movie, I got like, eight, I was like, she'd either be your main character or like, I'm going to fucking throw something <laughs> through a window. But yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so that m- musical number happens. Uh, and, well, this whole mi- middle third of the movie is just kind of road trip shenanigans, right? Yeah, kind of. Sort well, there's of. a big action scene on a train. Yeah. Um. um Okay. Uh, the needless CGI uh, number two is the train. Yeah. Chugging along, which you didn't really need that. You know, they did. You're doing rotoscope. You did. They did a great rotoscope train, and I think yeah, they did. They, didn't they in American Tale? Wasn't there a train in that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's like you have like, the pre- There's you, trains and yeah, yeah. I've seen good trains in in Don Blue stuff before, so yeah. even if there wasn't in, in in that one, there definitely wasn't. Philo goes west. Cracks me up is even like I've never seen that one. Like especially in the '60s when Disney started like using more vehicles and stuff. Like in the 101 Dalmatians, you would like yeah. use little, little wooden models of the cars, which yeah. always kind of cracked me. A poor man CGI, but they would uh, just trace the yeah. So we get um, on the train and we we see that it's a passenger train, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see that Dimitri and oh, because they have a big fight inside. The Anna are, are doing a, the back and forth squabble. 
cute, and like, yeah. Yeah, well, this is a romantic comedy now. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I, I don't to, like mm, you. I'm going to cross my arms and go, hmm, for whole well, lot of you. Well, hmm, to you huh? too. Huh? I hate fi- each other. I'm fine not talking to you if you don't talk to me. And then they slowly look at each other. And then look away. And That's Vladislav the kind of thing that they do. is like just eating gravy with Vladislav. his bare hands in the next car. Did you just call him Vladislav. What's his name? Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> no, his name is now Vladislav. What is it? Oh, I gotta write down Vladislav so I actually remember <laughs> to call him um, Vladislav. Because I remember, I was like, what, 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 what are that they? is the less popular Russian version of Stroganoff. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Well, that's what that's what Vladimir's and, doing like, in the next cabin. In one of the like behind the scenes stuff, Meg Ryan's like the the dialogue that they have is is like something we've never seen in a cartoon before. It's really romantic comedy and great. Take it, she's not seen too many cartoons before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, so, I mean, compared, to, you don't see. Well, actually, I'm gonna say compared to older Disney movies, you wouldn't see kind of like a like a little rom no, well, like this. They'd but, love each other immediately in Disney movies. They don't have. Yeah. The back and forth squabble. But after, like, they've already, like, they already have, like, Aladdin and other couples that are a little more, like, aggressive at yeah. the meeting. So this this is already kind of old hat. Um, so they're, oh, they're on their way to Hogwarts. They're, try- they're trying to, like, have this witty dialogue, but it's about, got about all the wit of a kumquat. I wonder who wrote this movie. Because is it also Don Bluth writing? Because it's not the script is terrible, but there's no snap or charm there. There's yeah. no, it's not effervescent, like... Uh, like a ro- romantic comedy like this should be, at yeah. least in the romantic comedy parts. Um, it's all just very much like, and it's like, yeah. really, it's just so, like the writing you get in a dumb kid's movie. Yeah, Kelsey Graham is rocking around and overhears somebody talking about, like, how the traveling papers are blue now. And he's like, oh, shit, ours are red, or vice versa. I don't remember oh, yeah. which. So he goes in the back into the cabin. six writers. That's, I mean, what? that's not too surprising. Yeah. The more writers, the worse it is. Yeah. Not that this is, it's not terrible. And it's not but terrible. It's, it's, it's just kind of generic. Yeah. Yeah. With um, the specter of reality hanging over, which kind of yeah. makes it look gruesomely generic. Yeah. Uh, so they go, he goes and like, hey, we got to go to the luggage car because uh, our things. papers are fucked up. Yeah. So they go hang out in the luggage car. And as they're doing that, the evil green gargoyle things, tiny gargoyles things from... Rasputin's green vial yeah, come in to fuck box. up the train and uh, they separate the luggage car and the engine car from the rest of the train to send them careening no down the track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really ended the movie. Well, there's not much, like, I figured you were taking, because this is all just story beats. It's not like anything like really yeah. remarkable is happening in terms of uh, the animation or anything like that. Or the story. So the train starts going faster, and they're like, hey, we got to jump off. And they're like, no, no, don't want to so jump. So the demons have gotten rid of everyone else on the train, or at least cleared out the people who were, like, yeah. the engineers? And, and, and Well, I don't know. They don't explain what happened to the engineers, because Dimitri's else... like, I'll go up and, and check on the engine. And goes up there and is like, First, nobody's here. Yeah. Go, we, I guess I'll go back. I guess the insinuation they were killed. I, it's... They know there's no insinuation. They just don't. Yeah, they just, that's what I'm saying. They were like, "Do we want to animate some engineers?" And they were like, "No, no. we'll just say that they're not there." Maybe they got scared and ran <laughs> off. Little kids will. Feel- Again, this is kind of the lazy writing slash world building that goes into bad animated films where they just assume, "Well, it's a kids movie, so we don't yeah. have to explain it because kids will just so, whatever we say, they'll just yeah. accept." Which is how you make kind of eh, movies like this. Yeah. Again, so the, I'm not slagging on this movie that so, hard, but it's. So, um, we've sl- slagged on better movies than this, so yeah. we can slag on yeah, this one. Okay. Um. If you like so, this movie, it's fine. So we're not passing judgment on you. Just we're just too. No, old, I liked it when dudes. I I liked it when I was young. Okay. But rewatching, I'm like, this is not as good as I remember. We'll talk about Better Off Dead, and I can slag on that. <laughs> um, Dead is the best. Everybody wants 
So they're like, we'll just separate the the luggage car from the engine, the engine and yeah. coast to a stop. And uh, they go to do it, but the the little demon things have welded it shut, which begs the question, if they can weld metal and melt metal, basically, why can't they just go up to Anastasia and melt her face? Yeah, the, yeah, just yeah, melt yeah, her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to melt her fucking door closed before doing any of this so none of them can get out of the rooms yeah. and, like, you know, prevent, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then Vladstoff is like, I'm going to beat on this thing and separate it. Uh, but he breaks his tool and he's like, give me a wrench or something bigger. And Anastasia hands him uh, a stick of dynamite. He's like, that works. And he's sticks... explain where the dynamite comes from. Yeah, there's a box that says dynamite oh, on okay. it. I guess they are just like in a um, storage compartment or whatever. So he or stick, had just come out. He of sticks one. it on the coupli- coupling and and gets back in the luggage car and using dynamite that close to another box of dynamite. Ah, uh, yeah. Not the smartest move, but it's a cartoon. It would work so in whatever. an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah it it works in a cartoon. So okay. Yeah. Uh, but not in so, a fun way. When you got dynamite in a cartoon, yeah. it's usually funnier than this. Yeah. So they're like, well, close to a stop, but then a giant demon destroys the bridge that's coming up. So uh, the TNT blows. They jump off the cart and are fine. And everybody. But the train saved. continues to go off. So you have yeah. this great crash of Back a, to the a Future CGI, freestyle. Yeah, yeah, but it's train a CGI crashing, train yeah. cra- creating off the uh, end of the broken bridge. And this is the first. This is the first time like Rasputin strangles himself and stretches his head up to the ceiling and bonks it on the ceiling a bunch, being like, and I'm like. Doesn't work. Yeah. This doesn't fit in with Rasputin here. Yeah. You're trying to make him so is sinister he, and evil. But is he just watching this in a uh, in a like, in a magical a, not like, a globe? It's just a something. just a floating a pool green pool. Like no, yeah. just a floating green hologram. Type not even thing. interesting enough to warrant his own viewing device. It's got to be. Yeah. Eh, he's just looking at a thing. I don't know. Whatever. We'll put it in post production. Yeah. You know? uh, um. So, so was it the boat next? They go on a boat. Uh, I think so. Or aren't they like they're on the? Is it the, like they're on the border of Austria? Something. Yeah. And like but winter's get, over, or they get to the. It's well, you to get, get a little montage of them walking and like him teaching them, singing about teaching her yeah, all the stuff is, about yeah. Romanov history and everything and. And like, I recall he had a yellow cat. I don't believe we told her that. <laughs> yeah, like that shit. They um, they they make a big drawing of Catherine the Great and say that your great grandma fucked a horse and so now that's all she's famous for. But uh, it's interesting that I didn't I I kind of had an inkling that it would be, have been rotoscope, but I didn't know for sure. But I did take a note that was like the animations seem like someone acting out the voice animations on the fly, like as they go. Yeah. That's what the animations feel like to me. They don't feel like the characters are voicing stuff as they go. They feel like. People listening to the voices on a speaker oh, and, and acting it acting as it happens. What they think, yeah. Which as like a on voice... the fly, not with directions, but as a voice actor, that must be kind of frustrating in a movie like this where everything's being directly rotoscoped, not yeah. just inspired by. Well, uh, that's why action, a lot of but... a lot of stuff actually uses the actual voice actors now yeah. doing that instead of. Or Disney did that even with like back in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, they had the actress act it out, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Whereas this, where you have like a voice. And then you've got an anonymous, like, intern dressed like the character, yeah, it, acting out, like, in the most kind of, like, silent film over-exaggerated, yeah. like, if the person's sad, going, oh, boo, 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 and that's yeah. what they're tracing. So you've got, like, the performance from your, like, this the celebrity that you've paid all this money for being enacted through, like, this intern's physical 
reenactment of it and the two meshing together doesn't always work and so yeah, yeah it gets yeah if you, so, again if you're watching this as a kid you're not paying attention but as an adult this might be a little more that the stuff like that might stick out more with yeah this thumb, but, so they get um, vlad get her vladstoff gets her a blue dress and she puts it on and she looks like a diner waitress. Is that the one I'm thinking of? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once Dimitri sees her, he's like, oh, no, I got a boner. Now I'm falling in love with her. <laughs> Basically, like, oh, she yeah. looks hot now. So she looks I like guess the I mom can, from the I Iron guess Giant. What now, do I do? Now that she's attractive, I guess I'm allowed to fall in love with her. Yeah. It just kind of, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> um, how much? <laughs> Jesus, I got a lot left. Uh, uh, actually, I don't. I've got like three notes. Well, left. yeah, but y- this is you. Which I'm not even looking at my notes really uh, too much. But I got other notes about other animation stuff in the beginning that I skipped over. So the- this is the boat. They finally get to a boat. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, they waltz for a little bit, and then they go sleep. They waltz. Yeah, he to teach her how to waltz in case of they go to a ball or something. Oh, okay, I didn't even notice. Um. And then Rasputin is watching her sleep, furiously jerking off. And it's like, this is not good for a children's movie. Yeah. It's basically, he has free reign to watch her, like, constantly. Do you think it's just when like, she's changing the and new knowing dress, what, that's when Knowing what like, a sex fiend Rasputin was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spit her like a pig with my penis. Yeah. Uh, um, so then he's like. Twir- twirling around like a Then he's like, I'll attack her where I'll attack her where she can't defend herself in her dreams. Which I did like this bit because they're on a boat and she starts sleepwalking around. She gets possessed by. Yeah, they turn into butterflies and like are leading her down the boat. Yeah. And, but in her dream, she's like going to meet her family in like this river that they're all swimming in. Yeah. So she walks to the edge of the boat's side and yeah. she thinks she's looking at her family swimming in a lagoon that's be- yeah. like beneath her. And all the while. So the, she's about to jump into the ocean. All the while, the dog, the Puka, is freaking out and wakes up. <laughs> I totally do not remember that dog being in any it, of the rest of the film. I totally it, yeah. do not remember this. It wakes up Dimitri and like Jesus he Christ. runs out and like goes up on the crow's nest, which looking for her and just he's super lucky there happens to be a rope there he can swing down and like grab her and it's weird because like she's having this pleasant dream and like they're convincing her to jump she's gonna jump but then everything like turns super evil and there's like demons and shit like just jump Anastasia we'll get you now I guess either like he was overconfident thinking that she was about to jump so he wanted to make it scary just to, like relish like oh ha, ha, now the tide has turned against you or maybe his power was fading but I do like the lightning transitions because it's kind of like there's a storm going on at sea while this is happening and so every time there's a lightning flash is it jumps between what we yeah. see of Anastasia in real life on the side of this boat to the idyllic thing with her dead family being yeah. in, a, in a pond I mean Bluth is good at nightmarish stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When he commits yeah. to what he's doing, he can be fantastic. But yeah. it's when he gets tripped up by like, well, we got to put something Disney-esque in here. Yeah. That's when he kind of like gets really weak. And so this is why th- this and the whole ballroom sequence, I think, were, were two of the yeah. stronger sequences in so the whole film. Dimitri saves her from uh, throwing herself in the ocean and, and Rasputin does some more f- slapstick that doesn't work. And like <sighs> his head comes down and like slips into his own That's body. What, yeah, okay, yeah. And he, we get a scene of like him talking inside his ribbed cage with Bartok. He's like, Well, if you want something right, just do it yourself. And then Bartok's like, Well, how are you going to get up there, sir? And Rasputin goes, I thought we'd take the train. And then blasts off like a rocket. Yeah. Right. 
What are you talking about a train? Yeah, no logic that doesn't make this. Sense. It's all just kind of like it's here's the thing a that train. can happen, and I don't know. He's can't see. We like again. It's one. Of the were they gonna where, like have a ghost train come in, and they're like, we're not animating that? Think Dawn. You just commit to the idea that he's in hell, and he's somehow escaping hell with the magic. Like he's doing some kind of weird witchcraft thing. But instead of that, no, he's in like this like generic limbo, and he just gets out with a rocket. Fucking, it's just so. Because Bluth doesn't commit to any of this, it's just like generic bullshit. There's no yeah. consequence. There's no weight to anything that's going. You don't know really what's happening. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's yeah. There's there. so uh, we get a scene of Grandma interviewing somebody who's like, "I'm Anastasia." And I guess this is happening to, for yeah, the last constantly. ten years, like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and, granted, that's what's going to happen when you send out like yeah. a post notice saying, "I will give ten million dollars yeah. to anyone who brings my you know granddaughter." Uh, and then she's like, "All right, get out of here. You're not Anastasia. I know." And and then she's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to see any more girls. My old heart can't handle it. I'm and we get needless CGI number three, which is the grandma lowering a a picture frame on, down onto the table. I'm like, why was that CG? Yeah. That was... <laughs> That was Picking like and choosing their target. That was here. like yeah, thirty grand. You didn't have to spend. It's one of those things where you think Don Bluth was like, you know, in the olden days we could have just drawn this, but now we got access to the CGI. Let's fuck it. Let's do. It. Maybe they had a buy one get one free special effect coupon. Yeah, for, for, with like the, the the render farm for that scene or something. Yeah. I don't know. So then our heroes show up and knock on the door, and Bill, you want to talk about <laughs> your favorite lady? To be fair, she is in the film more than I thought she would be, but yeah. I was in inf- so. Is it the is it the sister of so she okay so Bernadette Peters yes. one of my favorite ladies in all of history, um she voices a blonde lady who's living with Angela Lansbury is she like yeah. a sister she's or like a, a niece or something. or something like that it's never made clear but she's essentially family she seems to no, be the they, person they who's say hosting. what she is she's like a niece or something or something like that but she seems to be she's the one related. who's hosting Angela Lansbury yeah. living with her in her Paris apartment or something mm-hmm. like that but yeah it's uh, Bernadette Peters who was in into the woods she was the girlfriend yeah. in the jerk which you've never seen yep. Bernadette Peters is I love her she's the best <laughs> she's fantastic but, yeah, which in retrospect I'm like how has she never been in animated films she may have been in something that I hadn't seen yet but this is the first time I've ever seen her in she was, a goddamn cartoon musical I'm like how has she not like always been a staple of this shit Rita and Runt yeah but that's what I'm saying but that's like <laughs> Disney Afternoon yeah well, Warner, so, no, that's, that's not Warner Disney Brothers. that's Warner Brothers yeah, yeah. that's Animaniacs <sighs> Man, I started reading rereading the book that I bought so when we did the Animaniacs uh-huh. episode about the history of the Warner Brothers backlot. Uh, nice. Just reading more about um, the history of the Water Tower that the Warner Brothers lived in. I'm just throwing that Once out there. Bernadette um, Peters saw like what the character looked like, she was kind of upset. Yeah, she was really kind of she was fat, in, dumpy. She lady, was right? in, apparently like in really good shape at the time and was kind of like, uh, "What guys? No, come on." <laughs> Aww. Because uh, Bernadette Peters, yeah, despite, like, she is older. I mean, she was, like, man, she recorded, like, Into the Woods in, like, the 80s. And she was already getting a little bit. She's, like, in her 40s. Yeah. But she had, like, boobs and, yeah. like, stuff. <laughs> boobs and, then, and like, stuff. I can see her saying, <laughs> I can see her seeing that movie and going, you know what? I go to the gym. And then you make me look like a lunch lady. Yeah. And then she's only in the movie for, like, five yeah. minutes. But, yeah. Uh, but she's got huge jugs and a huge ass, I guess. In the movie? Yeah, and a terrible hairdo. Yeah. Oh, that happens anytime you're fat. But like her, says a f- I, I have, I have huge jugs and a huge <laughs> ass, and I'm just a fat guy. I can attest uh, to that. But yeah. Uh, but her and Vlad are like they're hot for each other, 
Yeah. Are they? Uh, I or can't sorry, Vladstaff. Vladstaff. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 hot for each other and like mm, he's like out. a lover from a past or is something. Is the dog also involved in this threesome or something? Well, like they that? go they all go inside to talk to her and the dog is like locked outside. I'm like, why didn't can't the doggy come in? But Fair it's to show the passage fucks. of time because you, nobody can get to the queen without talking to this lady first. Yeah, um, we are in Paris in 1920, so they should ha- we and, should have Victor and, Victoria characters walking around in the background. And it's like a 10 year earlier prequel, but yeah, Bernadette Peters is one of the other three that g- gives a fuck about like acting in this. Yeah. Like she's trying. She does an accent. Yeah, she's trying. Does she have like a Russian or like a? French I don't know accent? what kind of accent it is, <laughs> but she's doing one. She's doing it. Okay, yeah. Kind of, sort of. Uh, so well, it erupts into a montage, right? Well, no, they they're like, hey, uh, so you think she might be Anastasia? She's like, well, she answered every question correctly. Which they're like, she, the last question was like, how'd you guys get out of the palace the night it was attacked? And and they didn't train her for, to answer that. So Dimitri's in the background being like, oh, oh no, oh fuck, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> it's like a hairiest plinket you got going on there. <laughs> But Anastasia's like, I remember a boy opened a wall. That sounds weird. <laughs> I remember this, but I didn't write this down. That is kind of a weird. Yeah, the, like the what? Yeah, the the, the machinations of the plot get kind of creepy around like, here. So, yeah. so when the, can we go see the queen? And she's like, Ah, you can't. So they have not talked to the queen directly. They're no. just talking to her house staff slash friends like, oh, slash family. Come on, okay, baby, yeah. let's go see the queen. And she's like, Well, we can't, but. We are going to go see a ballet, her and I, together. So oh, yeah. uh, if you go to the ballet, I'm not saying that you're going to see the queen. I'm just saying is all. And this, Dimitri's like, he goes outside because he can't handle it. And he's like, oh, fuck, she really is Anastasia. <laughs> I was that boy. Um, Which, again, how does he not recognize her? Like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like they both have the same faces. Too. Yeah. Uh so then we get a like and Anastasia well, comes out and is like hey Titty McGee is gonna go take us shopping to get some outfits for the ballet is, yeah and then we get a song about a gay Perry Perry holds the key to your heart and there's a needless CGI car in here and there's yeah. a there's a bunch of cameos of like famous French people that like nobody's gonna get which I thought was Nobody. cute as an older person <laughs> yeah. I was like oh that's like Freud shows up yeah pretty much Freud and Monet were the only people there there's that a were couple like, others but like yeah. yeah fucking but they were not like references that anybody would the get Moulin Rouge and, and see you... the flashing vaginas yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but it's, 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 yeah, I thought it was kind of a cute, like, little con- it was condensement cer- of, like, It was certainly a better Paris, song but... about Paris than the Victor Victoria song about Paris. <sighs> I, I <laughs> nothing, can't even remember. You know what? Nothing can even... depress you and I faster than mentioning that movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was our fucking Waterloo. That's, that's, oh yeah, my God. So, so they all go to the, the thing and we get a scene of, like, that classic romantic comedy trope of like, of of uh, Dimitri being like, "Hey Anna," and she's like, "Yes." It's like, I just want to say, your face when you're doing good this. luck, and she's like, "Oh, okay, Dimitri." Yeah. Thanks for everything. Oh, they're saying everything. But okay. I love you. Yeah. yeah, and like 
they even like they're you know how like, when they do this right yeah. yeah you know how like in old like star trek episodes and stuff if there was a lady they'd like shine a beam of light right oh, yeah, across the light her eyes across the eyes just to they do it. that in this scene which i thought that was kind of good <laughs> it's an old film technique and there's no yeah. reason why it should there's be no happening it should which shows how cartoon. old don bluth is because he is he was like 40 when he first started working at disney he's like 90 years old when he made this movie which totally is like hey let's have a 1940s light bar go across yeah, yeah which yeah what are you gonna do? So I thought, yeah, it was it was in keeping with that. So shit. they go to try. I don't want to explain it all, but they go and try to <laughs> there get is, again more creaky plot machinations to talk to the queen like, and like. There's a needless CGI number five, which is the door handle of the door to the, the where the queen is watching well, saw, the ballet. But also, the ballet is Cinderella, yeah, which is kind of like because like this the, obviously they're like I said even with like the. the the character design of Angela Lansbury is very Cinderella's mom. Yeah. It's like this is actually them paying homage to the, the movie that most influenced <laughs> this flick. But and who would have thought that being a con man would backfire? Because <laughs> the Queen's like Dimitri. I've heard of you. Weren't you the guy holding auditions to find Anastasia lookalikes? Yeah. And he's like, no, but. She, she is. Fast I worked in like... the. I worked in the the building, and she's like, "Fuck you! I don't care if you worked in my building. Get the fuck out of here." You Which is right for her to do. Yeah, like, you asshole. No, I've heard about you, Dimitri. Yeah, you, you couldn't even use a fake lots name. Lots of auditions for all that news to go across the sea, <laughs> like train, like half, like a quarter across the world. But yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's and, it's and that I I was wondering like. Rasputin put this curse on the Romanov family. Why isn't Grandma dead? Mm-hmm. Like, why is she still running around alive? Uh, she married into the family. She's not actually. Maybe like, she's genetically... not. A, maybe she, I mean, I forget if she's a grandma or great aunt or whatever. Yeah, she's an old lady. Yeah, she's, she's a an matriarch. old lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe she. Oh man, maybe she murdered the original matriarch and took her place. Just looked a lot like her. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. But um, uh, uh the old lady's like. Get this fucking douchebag out of here. And he's like, no, no, she's Anastasia. No. <laughs> and gets kicked out. And then uh, Anastasia sneaks in and is like, hey, I just kind of want to know if I'm a real person. And she's like, oh, where'd you get that necklace? And she's like, I don't know. I've always had it. And she's like, this music box. And they wind it up because oh she got the music God. box from Dimitri. Yeah. And then they sing a song together. And she's like, oh, my You're baby. My family. You're my Homer, yeah. I love you. Or actually, they're like, uh, uh, I've seen so many girls, I can't have my heart broke again. And she's like, peppermint? You smell like peppermint. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. She smelled yeah. peppermint. So, and... No, it's actually much worse than that because um, <laughs> Anastasia hears the whole thing going on in there about her being like, you're a con man and getting kicked out. And so she like gets in an argument with Dimitri and is like, yeah, you there's fucking more used stuff me, going you on. piece of and shit. It's and like, slaps him in the face and leaves. And then uh, the queen is leaving the, the ballet and like gets in her car and Dimitri basically kidnaps her and is like, listen, bitch. Okay, I don't give a fuck. You're going to see this girl. And she's like, well, I guess I can't do anything. So she yeah. goes in and like, Anastasia like, Peppermint, I remember I spilled that on the carpet. And it's, it's smell Again, always reminded Anastasia's me of you. Anastasia's very selective memory coming back. Yeah. yeah. So then they, they find out she is Anastasia. And it's, oh, happy days. Happy days. Is that the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, and then credits. No. Nope, not quite. Um, oh, no, they're actually, actually yeah, because Rasputin actually does show up on his rocket. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we get it's like, like fucking Mario Kart. So everybody's happy. Um, but Which, Dimit- except for Dimitri, know. because he knows that if she finds out she's a princess, he'll lose her, even though he never had her. What an asshole thing. Because like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's her family. Like, come yeah. on, get over yourself, you uh, fucking dick. But then they're like, Rasputin's living in like 
one of the most evil clock towers I've ever seen, and we don't know where it is. We don't know how it exists or yeah. anything. Again, it's just, just a super just, evil clock tower. He's Don in. Bluth wants some creepy imagery. He has no reason to justify it, but we'll throw it in there because eh, whatever. Kids aren't gonna think yeah. about this too much. Yeah. But, yeah. So he's like, I, I'll kill her. And and Bartok the Bat says, I'll say some witty things over here, eh? And then this, that scene's over. Doesn't Bartok actually kind of fuck him up a little bit? Doesn't he actually help the good guys? No, no. Bar- Bartok doesn't we'll die get, we'll, with we'll Rasputin. We'll get to that. Right, yeah. We'll get to what happened there. Because um, I have a little bit to say about that. Um, so then uh, Anastasia and the Queen are hanging out. And they're being like, hee, hee, hee. And she's like, oh, look at this drawing. Olga said it looked like a pig riding a donkey. Uh, which, and they, like, show it, and it's actually, like, that is an actual drawing that the Anastasia did draw. Oh, really? And, like, Olga did say it looked like a pig riding a donkey. <laughs> wow. Which it doesn't. It just looks like a fat little girl sitting on top of something. <laughs> um, That's actually kind of cool. They actually worked in that, like, little bit of historical yeah. detail, even in the rest of this movie. is complete fucking fantasy. Yeah, so yeah. Dimitri shows um, up, and he's like, you wanted me, Queen? I really tuned out the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, until, like, the action Not a lot like, happens. Because, well, like, it's also weird, too, because there's no real happy ending for Anastasia here, because her family's still fucking dead. If anything, it's almost sadder that she remembers where she came from, and she realizes how horrible her, her how tragic her past is. Yeah. I mean, Grand, like, it's, she's happy now, because now she's rich, and she realizes she really, you know, she does have at least one family member left, but, like, you know, anyway. So, uh, Dimitri shows up, and the queen's like, here you go, here's your... Uh, 10 million rubles. Oh, yeah, that's And the he's thing. like, yeah. no, I can't have it. So he he turns down like 27 American dollars because he's just <laughs> a big old... He's in love. He's in love with Anastasia. I like the idea that... And if... like, hey, what if Vlad wanted some of that money? You remember that, that partner you had that was involved in Does that? Does Vlad just kind of disappear once he hooks up with What's-Her-Face? Yeah, he's yeah, all he about the kinda, puss now. There's no reason for him to... He's not going to contribute to the plot in a meaningful way after they come to bear. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea that if uh, Dimitri had just emigrated to the United States, uh, he could easily just earn the equivalent of 10 million rubles by working for two weeks <laughs> at a gas station, yeah. and that's it. It's not like he, you know, he had to do everything he had to do in this movie to get that money. Yeah. But, yeah. So um, then he's leaving, and he runs into Anastasia on the stairs, and he's like, hey. And she's like, hey. And some old dude at the bottom of the stairs is like, you are bound to the Princess Anastasia, young man. And he's like, and she's like, eh, he doesn't have to. And he's like, no, 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 uh, your majesty, and bows. <laughs> and then he pieces out. Uh, oh. So then we get the big party scene to say, Anastasia's back. She got found. Yay, party, party. Uh, and her grandma's like, "Hey, yo, I'm happy you're alive, but you do whatever you want. That your your boyfriend." And she's like, "He he's not here." And she's like, "Hey, he's probably out spending all his money as fast as he can." And she's like, "Grandma's oh, like, he didn't take the money, my dear." And she's like, "Oh, sploosh." And we're intercut with like him at a train station getting ready to leave she doesn't realize that he did pocket half of her jewelry (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're gonna find that out the next day after the movie ends but yeah um so then like she chases puka the dog into like the hedge mage which what is this dog doing remember puka what are you doing like it's not even like Puka it's not no even like Bartok right? disguised as a dog or anything. Yeah, no, which it's just Puka just... It was just Puka fucking leading her to her oh, doom. God, basically. this is why all small dogs need to die <laughs> in both in real life and in cartoons. Um, so she she gets to on to a bridge where she confronts. No offense to any listeners who have small dogs, but your small dog is probably an <laughs> asshole too. So she runs oh. into Rasputin on there, 
It's Rasputin as Rasputin. He's not like uh, dressed up as Bartok goes, you're on your own, sir. This can only end in tears. (laughs) Which is basically their way of saying, we want to keep using Bartok. Yeah. So we're going to have him kind of turn against his villain and not actually do anything anything, evil. He doesn't actually do anything evil in that movie. He's just cute. So he's he's still okay. He needs to still remain a merchandisable character. Yeah. Yeah. So so Rasputin and her are fighting and Dimitri's like... I'm coming to save you! And also, the mechanics of this fight get a little weird, too. Proceeds to be completely useless. Yeah. Like, Although, which is it's just fine. Okay, so so they get fighting. They end up on a bridge. Yeah, they're fighting, and, like, I can't remember. He might pull her up and or something, and, like... Well, then the he like, collapses, and she almost falls down. Then and we get another, another needless CGI number seven, which is Rasputin makes this... Pegasus statue come to life. Yeah. Which starts flying around and it's which, CG, but its mane is animated. Yeah, picks up Dimitri and starts flying around so he can't yeah. help. Yeah. Is that what happens? He can't yeah. help Anastasia yeah. and then yeah. Anastasia's. And he gets getting knocked around. And yeah, he's she's just basically handing it herself. She's yeah. like she she totally doesn't need him, which I'm 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 good with. Like yeah. good, good. She should have kicked the Rasputin's ass even more and been like, hey motherfucker, you killed my family. Prepare to nice. die. It would have been cool that now that he's actually in the real world again, if he had started decaying more, because he's actually like, like yeah. maybe he had, he had a spell that just reconstituted well, him yeah, for like twenty four hours or something, eventually, just to make him a little more fucked up and ghastly. But yeah, or at least you know, take advantage of the fact that he's a walking corpse. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of running around casting spells, being threatening. Oh, and then the fight becomes all about that green vial, right? Yeah. So eventually, the like the, the green vial, she gets it and she starts stepping it on her foot, which I don't know how she realizes that. Yeah, that's it's, because anything, we know but, it is. She knows. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't make any sense. But she know. steps on it and she's like, "This is for my family. Crunch. This is for Dimitri. Crunch. This is for you." And then she crushes it more, and like we get a super graphic death scene from Rasputin where. Like, all his flesh turns to goo, and he turns into a skeleton, like, twisting around, and, and then crumbles, turns right? to dust. Yeah, okay, And yeah. floats away. Totally like an Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. Does he fall into the river? Because that's how we actually died. I mean, no, he just turns to dust and once, floats he just, away. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. Because they're on a bridge, because I know in real life, they like they, they, they shot him in the head yeah. and threw his body off a bridge. But. So, so then Anastasia's like, why didn't you take the money? And he's like, because you're so hot now. You dressed like that '50s waitress. I can't get that. Could you put that back on? Because yeah. you're hot now. But <laughs> so then oh. the grandma sees a note and picks it up. And is like, oh, oh, and it says like, "Hey, grandma, we eloped." You know, I guess I, I I could have been a princess and married this guy at the same time because I, technically there's no czar royalty anymore. So yeah, exactly, yeah. I could have spent my time with you and him at the same time, but fuck it, I'm gonna make dumb decisions. And they're on a boat, and they finally kiss, and uh, and the camera just pans up then, back to the clouds, right? No, it pans up, and then Bartok's standing there looking all happy, and all of a sudden this sexy pink bat flies down next oh, to him. Oh God, that's right! And kisses yeah. him, and he's like, "Oh wow, gee, golly, D, wow, that's sure is great there." And then then, then the movie ends. <laughs> it really is because he they... breaks the fourth wall. He's like, "Goodbye, everybody," and that's the end of the movie. It's not a good movie. No. <laughs> It's it's, it's, uh, it's fine for what it is, I guess. Like, and the era it came from, there's much worse. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not, still not. It's, it can't go to toe with other feature man no, animated films. No. Yeah. Um, like it's weird that like Bartok, he must have realized how merchandisable he was halfway through, or how much of a mascot for that film he could be. Like yeah. halfway through, hence like, oh, we gotta give everyone's gonna love Bartok so much, we gotta give give him a lady Bartok at the end. And, yeah. 
Which that's they do that in movies, but you know it's still just kind of like mm-hmm. that's a little mercenary. And then, but well, and then the, with the credits music it is so nineteen nineties. It's like R and B singers singing the well, songs. Well, it's Leah and doing stuff. the cover of her. Well, not even that one. There's, there's another song that's like a duet that that they're singing and like oof. Ooh, it's so 90s. Well, it's so my 90s. last note of the movie is, Yo, Anastasia, I'm glad you get to ride on a boat at the end of your family is still dead. Your people <laughs> are still ruled by a communist regime, and you'll never, ever be able to go back home again. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, she's the... happier than she was, but it's still yeah, not a happy but, ending. Hey, on the upside, nothing bad is going to happen in Paris for the next <laughs> well, that's the other thing. They better, Couple of years. yeah, they better like get the looping for sure and never come back in about ten years. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, Paris will be happy forever. <laughs> Just hide at the top of the Eiffel Tower. No yeah. one will go up there. Yes, uh, that was Anastasia. Yeah, not the end of the world. Not the, yeah. not, not, you know, not, not the greatest. Uh, any... And I'm, I'm sorry, the CG wasn't bad enough to fill that '90s that you probably have. Yeah, like this movie doesn't feel as '90s. Yeah, it wasn't. As it, it was, wasn't quite but, Space Jam. No, but it's still, you know. And again, yeah, Don Bluth. You, you, well, this is something you pointed out when we were chatting about the movie online last night about how he is more of a craftsman than he is an artist. Yeah, he doesn't have artistic. Well, yeah, like he I doesn't saw, have that. I saw some. For... I saw some clips of him being like, I think he was older at the time, but he's like, I'm going to show you how to draw the characters from my motion picture Anastasia, and he shows you how to draw them, but they're not very good drawings. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he draws Dimitri, and it doesn't look at all like I Dimitri. Didn't see that, yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah. just. Well, at a certain point, like, I wonder just being the director doesn't mean he's actually like animating watching, anymore. Like an American Tale or any of his more animal things, like he's amazing, like directing animal faces moving and well, that's like why and, was and so everything, great. or really weird faces like Vl- Vladimir yeah, or 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 the orphanage lady, yeah. like those kind of faces he's really good at but actual human faces like well I, human faces just, are st- it's just something doesn't work well, there and and humans in cartoons like this they have to be stylized to a certain point because if like the human face when you turn it into a cartoon needs to be stylized to a point because you're abstracting it by turning it into by simplifying you're abstracting it so you have to, it can't move just like normally and so it makes sense they you know they develop these cartoon faces for like dimitri and anastasia yeah but yeah when you plug those onto like rotoscope bodies that looks extra creepy that's why when disney they'll like well, you pointed out how they had in uh sleeping no uh alice in wonderland mm-hmm. they had the main lady the girl who played uh, alice in wonderland yeah. they actually had her shoot reference material of everything she was doing like running around especially when the big hoop skirt because they weren't quite sure how they wanted to animate yeah. that hoop skirt uh but they had her do everything that her character does in the movie just to get reference to how she moves as a person and how her clothes move but they didn't just trace it like you do in rotoscoping they would see how she would move and yeah. get like reference for the poses but not just trace it so you yeah. get the essence of her performance of what they filmed on 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 this the set without just like tracing it so there's still that kind of like exaggeration and that kind of stylization that kind of fits the performance and this and it's like like even like like even disney film features of this time like aladdin uh they made a big point to show how like they will again they will like like i said they'll, they'll shoot reference footage but they won't just trace over because that looks weird yeah and when you try to plug cartoon faces onto that kind of stuff it looks weird so like yeah you have to you have to sit down and actually animate you can't just rotoscope that's yeah. not real animation yeah. technically it's animation but you're robbing the figures of life especially when you're talking about human figures mm-hmm. and yes and that's one of the things that kind of kills this movie in terms of just like, yeah. from a artistic point of view from an and, animation point of view yeah and yet 
doesn't look it's, bad. It still no, looks good, especially in stills. And it's not Thumbelina. Which I've never seen Thumbelina. Thumb, uh, it is awful. Oh, you showed me a clip. Was that what you showed me last night? I didn't show you a clip. I showed you... The Flower of the Tits? I showed you... That's supposed to be a frog. What the fuck was that? Because it It's was played by... Get... Uh, what's her name? Chico... Oh, the, no, the lady with the big banana hat? Yeah, No, not not that oh, one. Oh, I know who you're talking about, the, the other yeah, lady. Yeah, the other lady. Not Chiquita Banana, uh, but like, yeah. What is her name? Chiquita Banana, not that, yeah. Chico um, or something like that, yeah. yeah well. But yeah, if you want nightmares, just so, look up Thum- Thumbelina Frog Lady. <laughs> this gift that you showed me, it's obviously a rotoscope human that had like cartoon bubble tits put on and <laughs> yeah. like a frog face. Yeah. So it's just the it's worst basi- of both worlds. It's basically the character that Nicki Minaj based her life after. Kind of, a little bit. Yeah. It's unfortunate because the character isn't black, so it's a little bit black facey too, but yeah. I think it's more just a frog. We should follow this up with a... And plus it's animated by, or voiced by a white lady. Man, you One think... of the whitest white ladies ever. You think Don Bluth would have seen Gulliver's Travels or some of those rotoscope Max Fleischer movies and gone, you know what, they tried to do this 50 years ago. Maybe we shouldn't try to make that same mistake again. Nah. But yeah, um, but so... yeah for their storytelling issues and stuff, it's not the end of the world. Anesthesia, no, it's, it's fine. It's It's a way fine. to kill an afternoon. Yeah. But it's not like, yeah. yeah. I can see if you're a kid growing up, then though, it would be kind of yeah. good. But yeah, but with Pixar and shit going on at the same time. Yeah. Fuck, man. I mean, this is better than a Bug's Life. Mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. That might be Mm-mm. saying. Nope. I haven't seen Bug's Life except nope. for once a long time ago. You thought nope. it really? Yeah. Okay. Bug's Life is good. Bug's Life does have Dave Foley in it. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's got him like the fat caterpillar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's go watch that. It turns into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is another thing I pointed out, too. Uh, um, In my mind, yes. Tart of the Party, mm-hmm. the first basic thing. This is this is the limit I've always had in my head. Something has to be at least five years old for it mm. to be tardy. old enough for us yeah. to be tardy. Um, does watching the last two seasons of the Venture Brothers or watching the first season of the X Files count for future episodes? Because that's what I just the did. The first in the last season two of X Files would count, but not Venture Brothers. Oh, no. okay. Venture Brothers. So. You know what? The because last season of Venture going. Brothers. I would say yeah. something's still going. You just probably can't it. do it unless it's like super old. Like I'm gonna watch our old episodes of General Hospital. Yeah, no, just because I yeah I finally caught up with Venture Brothers yeah. and I'm just starting to get into the X Files yeah. right now. Like set set episodes of X Files, I'd say yeah. you could do, but I need to get an episode for the X Files too. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm just watching X Files for fun right now. Yeah, not quite sure. It makes sense if I were to finish the X Files, I would turn that in. That should be a part of the party thing because yeah. that is a huge. Uh, we'll throw. Maybe we might have an X Files episode Eventually. someday. But... Someday. X Files. It's pretty cute. Someday. So yeah. far, the but th- next four time, episodes I've seen. Next time, I'm gonna watch Escape from New York, the 1981 John Carpenter. Movie. Don't you mean Escape? Escape from. New- I was gonna make that joke in the next episode, <laughs> you piece of shit. Thanks for ruining my life. I only thought about that too because that's talking about Pixar. Escape. Escape New York. Yeah, but we'll be doing that. We can uh, do that. Assuming no, it'll be a week gap between us, we're gonna record this in five minutes. But yeah. you won't hear this for another week. Hopefully, it'll be. Forget I made that joke. <laughs> it'll be a scape from New York. Scape, yeah. And we will talk about that. So until, oh, until next time, fill in those holes of pop culture. Take care, guys. So long. <laughs>